She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. She's a Hello, heroes. This is James D'Amato from the One Shot Podcast Network. I wanted to pop in and say congratulations to She's a Super Geek on completing their first year of podcasting. She's a Super Geek started out great, and it has grown into something even better. Gaming is better because your voices are part of our community. I can't wait to see what She's a Super Geek does next. Senda, Emily, congratulations to you and all of your listeners. You're listening to episode 28 of She's a Super Geek, the RPG actual play podcast highlighting women as GMs. I'm Emily, and on today's episode, my co-host Senda and I are playing Toby Abad's A Single Moment. A Single Moment is a cinematic two-player game where you and your partner play samurai who were once close, but through time have become enemies. Due to the cinematic nature of this particular RPG, Senda and I decided to edit this game more heavily than normal, including editing out most rules, talk, and rolling. Except for the finale scene, where the dice truly do decide our fates. To pick up a copy of the rules for yourself, head to tagsessions.blogspot.com. That's tag, T-A-G. And now we're going to thank some of our wonderful Patreon backers. Phil Pikachu, I choose you! Vecchione. Darth Jeff Chafee. We both had a Darth one. Yes, we totally did. John Cobra Commander Arcadian. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> The two samurai stared at each other. Once they were friends, sisters. But time has come for honor to be regained and vengeance to be unleashed. Footing adjusted, grips tightened, eyes narrowed. A single moment, and it was over. My name is Yuri. I am of the Yamamoto clan. This is my story. My name is Takenoko. I am of the Yukinotora clan. This is my story. It is during a time of cherry blossoms when sweetness fills the air. We stand upon the ruined road into the village that is on fire with the stench of death. It has taken us five years to come to this single moment. This story is about loyalty. So that's pretty much the opening scene. We can ad lib a little bit more if we want to talk to each other. But I love the idea of just... I'm okay with it just being that, yeah. like, that silent moment. Because we can we can get into... I'm assuming there's going to be a point at which we get a little bit more descriptors. Yes. Later. Because we're going to be describing the smoke and the sparks flying by, blending and mixing with the cherry blossoms as they drift from the trees. 
I love the idea it's that there is the amazing. smell of sweetness and the stench of death. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Chapter One, the time when we still trusted each other. Coming back from our first time at war, we had met on the same side of the battlefield. We had no idea that in just five short years, we would be facing off against each other. Takenoko had no family to speak of, so I invited her back with me to the village I had trained in to meet my master, Haru-san, and his wife, Sakura, who was like a mother to me. She came out to greet us in a kimono that was embroidered with cherry blossoms. It was her favorite time of year. Oh, Yuri, who is your friend? Ah. This is the only other female samurai I have ever met. And we bonded and became sisters while we were at war. Takinoko of the Yakinotora clan. Yes. It is my pleasure to meet the friends of my friend. <laughs> Sakura invited us to stay with them until such a time as we were either needed back on the war front or found other work. I also gratefully accepted. I think I'm basically taking over the active person. Is that okay? Yeah, I'm just going to let you okay. do that because this is working. A few weeks later, we heard the rumble of horses coming from the forest. And a group of ronin emerged to ransack the town. Of course, the three of us picked up our swords and ran out to defend the town. But unfortunately, that meant nobody was defending Haru-san's home. And when we returned, Sakura lay dead on the steps. And there were cherry blossoms drifting around her. She was barely breathing as we approached her on the steps. Haru-san threw down his sword to take her into his arms to try and get her to a healer and she stopped him and she said Haru I'm gone remember me when the cherry blossoms come and she breathed her last later after the wake Noko-chan and I were reflecting as we watched the koi in the pond. Yuri-chan. Noko-chan? Tell me, what do you think of Haru-san? He is a good man. He has been a good master to me. I am distraught that his wife has died and that we could not stop it. I'm considering going after the Ronin myself. I didn't want to go right uh, in the darkness when it happened. 
but I think that the trail is still fresh enough that we could track them down and make them pay for the lives that they took. It is indeed a great tragedy. And it is unfortunate that we should lose one so important to us while saving so many others. Harusan used to tell me that the way of the samurai is not an easy one. I just didn't realize it would be this difficult to choose between helping to rebuild the village that has become my home and tracking down the ones who struck down the woman who was like a mother to me. Yuri-chan, I think we can do both. I think that you can go into the forest and loyally seek your revenge. And I think that I can stay here and help rebuild. You would do that for me, Noko-chan? You are my best friend. You are a loyal and good friend. Chapter 2 The Moment You Crossed the Line I remember that which you did that began all of this. The day that you came back from the forest. I was a changed samurai. I had taken the life of an innocent. You no longer held the honor of being a protector. I thought he was part of the Ronin, but he had been captured by them and was being held for ransom. But I still felt justified that I had avenged Sakura's murder. It was over a year later. The village had begun to rebuild, but that was not all that was being built while I was gone. Haru-san is a very good man. Yeah, Takinoko, I am in conflict. I believe I have upheld the virtue of loyalty by avenging Sakura's death. And yet I have broken other virtues that samurai are supposed to hold by killing an innocent. What has this year brought for you? Yuri, we have rebuilt much. And I have continued to defend this village in your absence to make sure that it would be here when you came back. I have been working closely with Harusan. I have been working closely with Harusan to make sure that we are recreating this in the best possible way. And to make it defensible for future, to make it more defensible against future attacks. Well, we know that we cannot go back. We must go forward and we must build a better life, a better village. I'm glad to hear that this village is now more defensible. Please. The walls look very sturdy. Please, Yuri, why d- won't you come in? And we will get you some tea. You have been traveling for a long time. Thank you so much, Noko-chan. You seem to have made yourself at home in Haru-san's house. 
I find it very comfortable here. I find that I am much happier here with Harusan protecting this village than I have been at any other time in my life. I am worried. Please, Noko-chan, here, have tea. Sit with me and tell me why you are worried. The family of the innocent man who was being ransomed discovered that I was the one who killed him. They are rallying a party to track me down. Yuri-chan, you are no ronin. I might as well be. That is not for you to decide. That is for fate to decide. Well, it feels like fate led us together here a year ago, Noko-chan. That you could be here and support Haru-san in his grief. <laughs> I think at this point, Haru-san comes out. Haru mm-hmm. comes out and sees us together in, in, kneeling at the table drinking tea. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he comes and he sits by me. And I remember that he, he put his hand on my shoulder at that point and we... And greeted you on your return. As he told the story of the past year to me, I became infuriated. I stood up and poured the tea out on the ground and said, Takinoko, how could you marry my samurai master? His wife has not been dead a year yet. Yuri-chan, you have been gone and... There is a place that needed to be filled in this household and in this village. I have done a dishonorable thing. I have killed an innocent. But you, Takinoko, you have done a dishonorable thing. You have dishonored the memory of my Sakura. Yuri, you misunderstand me. I have not, I have not intended any dishonor to Sakura-san. I honor her memory by fulfilling her role in this village and in this house. And the cherry blossoms fall by the window. At that point, my blood began to boil and I unsheathed my katana. And as she sprang across the table at me, I snatched my sheathed katana from beneath the table and blocked her strike. I prepared for another blow. This insult would not stand. Yuri-chan! I took a step back when I heard Haru-san's voice interrupting my haze of anger. Yuri, this will not stand. You have dishonored my wife. You have dishonored my household. You have dishonored my training. You have killed an innocent and you have drawn your katana in this safe space. You are no longer welcome here. Go. At that moment, I felt my heart ice over. I sheathed my katana and walked into the cherry blossom scented night. Chapter 3 The Promises. I remember the promise you made to Sakura san when you left. That you would avenge her death, that you would come back to this village, and that you would protect it. And now, 
four years later. <laughs> is this our final scene? Uh, we have an epilogue, and oh, that'll okay. be when we're facing That's the back actual off. fight. Okay. You come back to us at the head of this band of thieves. You come back, and you are attacking the same way as the, the ronin who killed Sakura. And you dare show your face in front of me and Haru-san? I had three dozen men at my back, willing to take on the town, willing to plunge and pillage, all in the name of the warlord from the next area over who had declared that he was annexing this entire area. And I knew what Takinoko said was right, but I didn't care anymore. This village is just like all of the other villages, Takinoko. But it's not, Yuri. Take yourselves and walk away. We have no quarrel with you. It is the land we are interested in. Without the land, there is no place for these people to live. And I have pledged myself to defend them. Even if it's against you. Yuri, how could you forget the promises that you made to Haru-san? That you made to Sakura? That you made to these people in this village? That the honor that you once held as a samurai? How dare you speak to me of honor? How long did it take you? Was Sakura even in the ground a week before you hopped into bed with Haru? That is none of your concern. I was here to rebuild this village. I stayed for you. I stayed to watch over it while you were not here so that you could fulfill your promise. And if in that time things came to pass between me and Haru-san, that is not any of your concern. You seem to forget that Haru-san threw me out of this village. I would have been here to defend it if I could. But, but I, at that point, was a hunted samurai with no place to rest my head. You were thrown from this village for your own actions. For attacking me in my own household. In, in response to your disloyalty and dishonor, in front of my husband and your teacher? Especially in front of your husband and my teacher. If anyone should be shown the honor of a samurai's wife, of a samurai's wife, it should be Sakura. You dishonor her memory. Indeed, she has been shown the honor of a samurai's wife. At that moment, of course, a breeze picks up and blows the cherry blossoms across and there are many more of them because there are many more planted in her memory at this point I raised my hand and gave the signal for my men to attack epilogue a single moment the village lasted three days against my forces. But finally, a well-placed flaming arrow lit 
a thatched roof on fire that started a domino effect throughout the village. The sweet smell of the cherry blossoms mingling with the smell of burning flesh made my stomach turn as I looked across the road to Takinoko standing there. A bit bruised, a little bloodied, but not very worse for the fight. The sparks flew by my face in the breeze as my hand reached down to my katana and my thumb readied the blade. I mimicked her movements, aware that none of my men were in formation anymore. I was alone on the battlefield. Yuri, so it has come to this. I unsheath my katana and attack her dead on, (laughs) using one of my edges. (laughs) I'm going to defend. I got a three. I got a nine. I got On a, a d6? I got a four and a five. I spent an edge so that I had an extra die. I attacked her head on. As she sprang at me, I whipped my katana from my side, and the sound of the blades clashing together rang out over the burning. So I would then take a scar. I okay. was shocked that she reacted so quickly. She must have been training with Haru-san in the time while I was away. And she knocked me back. And I stumbled and I twisted my ankle. I stood as the cherry blossoms and sparks swirled around me, ready, ready for this fight. She looked slightly taken aback by, by the ferocity of my defense. And I pressed my advantage, swinging for her side as I stepped forward. Okay, I'm going to spend an extra edge. Yeah, I'm just going to spend one. Five and three. But I got a three, so you definitely won. Although a little off balance, I saw her coming towards me, and I ducked and rolled out of the way. She ended up tripping over me and skidding on the stones. I think I ended up swinging past her, leaving an opening for her. To oh, yes, tactical advantage. That's yes. Well, I, I ended up swinging past her, leaving, leaving an opening for her to, to catch my wrist slightly with her blade. As I drew first blood, I swung my katana around towards her waist to try and take advantage of this situation as much as I could. I'm going to spend two more edges. To give myself 2d6. Yep, I'm going to spend one. Ready? Roll. Roll. Nine. Seven. Seven. I quickly swung my blade in to block hers at my waist and twisted it back up, locking it up at the hilt before I pushed her backwards off of it, forcing her to stumble on her twisted ankle. And as we paused, I licked the blood from my wrist. (laughs) I saw her lick the blood from her wrist. She was different. I wondered if Haru-chan had taught her secrets that he had neglected to tell me, either by accident or by choice. Ooh, it's my attack now, isn't it? 
Um, well, it, I mean, either one of us can go. I think it makes sense for you to attack. Right. I think we alternate. Um, so then I will spend... Okay, I'm just going to go for it and spend two. I'm going to spend two as well then. Ready? Roll. Ooh, I got eight. I got four. Ooh. I pressed my advantage, continuing to force her back until she came up against a single... Stone defensive wall? Yeah, until she came up against the, the stone defensive wall that we had constructed around the village. Our swords clashed, reflecting the firelight all around us. And I found an opening, cutting a small cut on her cheek just below her eye. Infuriated, but still locked in close combat, I went to push my back against the wall and kick her away. Mm -hmm. I'm going to spend an additional edge to give me two dice. I am not. Roll. Roll. Ow. Oh, shit. I got four. As I swung out with my powerful kick... I heard one of Takinoko's ribs crack. Ugh. And I smiled triumphantly. I fell backwards for a moment. Took a breath. Looked around at the destruction that Yuri had wrought on my life and my home. And with a cry of rage, charged back into the fray. I'm spending two edges. Oh, I was just going to use one because I'm okay. getting Well, Yeesh. as we've seen, one can beat. It's possible. Are we rolling? Yep. Roll. Oh, damn. <laughs> What'd you get? I got a four. I saw the glint of anger in her eye that I had often seen on the battlefield so long ago when we had fought, when we had fought beside each other. It was that glint of anger that I knew I had to watch her sides because she was on a straight and narrow path. So as I quickly ducked aside, her sword hit the stone wall with a loud scrape and a few sparks slid off. Now I'm going to try to hit you. How many edges do you have left? Three. Don't I get another scar for that fail? Yes. How many scars do you have? I think I have three. I'm I have three as well. I'm trying to figure out if I r r forgot to write one down. No, I think we're tied. Okay. Can we go balls to the wall and <laughs> just do, I'm going to do two die, you're going to do three die, and this will be sure. our last. Yes. So I'm picturing, I'm picturing the scene you have just I'm turning a wall. I'm turning back to you from a wall. I'm recovering from fumbling. But she didn't realize that she had left her back open. Right. And I'm that moment where my wrists are shivering a little bit from the impact of the sword on the wall. All right. Are we ready to roll? Yeah, let's roll. I got an 11. Yeah, I got a seven. This is not <laughs> how I wanted it to go. I didn't want to win. <laughs> no, it's great. It's a great tragedy. Haru-san's going to be a winner twice over. Oh, you're going to kill me. Yeah. Yep. Okay, go nuts. And then I get to add to the epilogue. Do it! Do it! It's going to be great! You. No, you have to! It makes it's so much more sense strategy. for you to kill me! No, 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 no! Because what's going to happen is you're going to kill me, and then Haru-san is going to come running out like, No! <laughs> is he going to kill me? No. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if you want him to. 
I think he's either going to kill you or you're going to take one look at him and you're going to just leave. Run. Yeah. Like with tears flying from I your eyes. I have literally become the thing that I set out to stop. Oh, it's so good. As I attempted to recover my footing, Takinoko began to sweep her sword up over her head. And realizing in this moment it was either her or me, I plunged my katana into her stomach. Her eyes grew wide. Her hands still above her head, her katana fell to the ground. As she, cr- as she crumpled to her knees, I pulled my katana out. She looked at me and said, Yuri, remember me when the cherry blossoms fall. you enjoyed episode 28 of She's a Super Geek. Please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. If you'd like to hear more from us, follow us on Twitter at SASGeekPodcast or head to SASGeek.com. Our theme song is Rock and Roleplay Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more about music, tour dates, and merchandise at kieranstrange.com We could just end it there. We don't have to narrate anything. No, we really don't have to narrate anything else. Uh, Because I feel like it's pretty obvious that, like, oh, my God, I've become the thing I hated. Yeah, no, that was beautiful. (laughs) Haru-san's probably going to kick my ass. It's going to kill the fuck out of you. It's going to happen. You thought you had it bad before. Now Haru-san's going to be, like, chasing you across the land. Yes! (laughs) Haru-san's going to, like, try to track me down. She's a I'm playing hanky panky with the emperor. With the emperor? (laughs) Yuri. Dishonor on you. Dishonor Dishonor on on your your cow. cow. Dishonor. (laughs) We're so good at this. (laughs) Yuri-chan, you have been gone and 
there is a place that needed to be filled in this household and in this village. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> serious face. Serious face. <laughs> we suck at serious games. And Haru-san came out to greet us himself. And damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> and damn. We can't do serious games. <laughs> we suck damn, he looking fine. Game. And damn. Haru-san. 